Yeah, yeah. What up? What up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back again with another one. What the hell is cat doing? Anyway, back <laughs> back again with another one, man. Von Brian for what is for podcast. We here. Another controversial episode because that's just what the fuck we do over here. Yeah, How you man. feeling, man? No, nah, I feel good, bro. Bless us up. Bless us up. We here. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> all right. All right. So we're going to go ahead and just jump straight into it. Why do you think nice guys finish last? <laughs> yeah, you got right to it off gate. I like that. Um, honestly, bro, we not we're not some females deem as their cup of tea. You know, a lot of times you got females that say one thing, do another. You say that you want, you know, this particular type of man or these characteristics, but the reality of it is, you're a prisoner for what you're used to. Mhm. And that's just really, really, that's really the best like summary. Honestly, I can really give. It's just saying one thing, doing another. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like just honestly, that's kind of weirdo vibes to me. But you know, that's really what I feel. A lot of it is saying one thing, doing another. Saying you want what you want, but the reality of it is, you can actually real life gotten with the dude that is that. But for some reason, it's like, okay, he's too this, he's too that. But it's like, mm-hmm. damn, so. You say that you don't want what you used to, but then you get what you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't right. So it's just confusing to me, honestly, but that's really my assessment of it, bro. Okay. I like that angle. Now, I'm going to take it a little bit deeper, right? Yeah. This is why I feel nice guys finish last, all right? All right. Females <coughs> to the side. Let's say you was at battle. Yeah. Would you want a nice guy to be the leader? When y'all at war and y'all going through, you know, enemy territory and y'all about to get straight to it, would you want the nice guy leading you? Of course not. Okay. Do you feel like if you had a nice guy as a boss, do you think you could be able to truly respect him? Nah, it gotta be a it gotta be a hybrid. It gotta be a hybrid. You know what I'm saying? So nah, if it's just straight nice, no. Right. So that's that's really getting to my point. I think that nice guys finish last. Women aside is because for one, they too timid. They're too content. My definition of a nice guy, man, is somebody who's timid, who's content, somebody who's a people's pleaser. But bro, somebody who doesn't like really that, they are. Yes, they have those characteristics, bro, but every dude that's cool isn't necessarily that, though. I mean, you got those dudes out there that are like that, though, what you're saying. But I don't think every nice dude necessarily is kind of, quote-unquote, a pushover. It's just one of those things, I'm just a cool dude, but don't get it twisted. <laughs> you know what I'm but that's what I'm saying, though. But that's that's why I said this is my definition of a nice guy, because if he wants that, then he needs to be a cool nigga. Well, true respect. Go ahead, my bad, bro. But, <laughs> but 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 if he's that, then the niggas nine times out of ten a nice guy. And then of course you can't really, you can't uh, attach a gentleman to a nice guy either. Somebody who you know, uh, most you know a lot of times come from just the, the southern roots of you know open the door for a woman and you know saying yes, ma'am, and this and that, all that type of shit. I mean, that's just a gentleman. We can't really. 
you know, merge that to the nice guy um, role or whatever. But if you got somebody who's in that 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 space of just you know no, no real backbone or people's pleasers, scared to really rock the boat in any type of way, go against the grain. To me, that's a nice guy. Those are niggas who will always finish last because of those tendencies and characteristics. I can agree. And, and a lot of times, those guys are the ones who the women are talking about when they do say, oh, he's too nice. Agreed. Right? Yeah, agreed. So that's that's pretty much why I think that nice guys will, until they change that, will always finish last. I mean, you know, I don't, do you consider yourself a nice guy? I consider myself a cool ass nigga. Exactly. You're not a that, I, I, you're not a nice guy because you're not a pushover. We're not yeah. nice guys because we're not pushover. That's what I'm saying. I would consider myself a cool ass nigga. Exactly. I don't know what I consider myself. I guess I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just but uh, I would say for me, I mean, yeah, I was just about to say, just to really, if you want really niggas to really break it, I would say for me, I would say cool dude, easy to get along with, not a pushover. Um. I can say it can be an asshole, you know what I'm saying, if pushed mm-hmm. through, you know what I'm saying? can be an asshole, can be petty. And, and the reality of it is, even though I have them characteristics, if pushed to it, right. I don't like to be that nigga. I don't want to be that nigga, you feel me? Why not? Um, I would just say cool-ass nigga, but I could be every single thing imaginable. Just don't push me to certain, you know what I'm saying? But Okay, but let me ask you something. Why wouldn't you want to be that person? Cause naturally, dog, I don't want to be an asshole okay. unless I have to be. You think what I'm saying? But well, my okay. point is the fact that niggas have pushed me to be that. It's kind of like, damn. See, now you bringing something out of me that I would rather not have in my in my personality and characteristics from day to day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So more so, me niggas is like, damn, bro. Like, why y'all have me getting out of character like this? You feel me? Yeah, that kind of will hang you more, right? Yeah, because it's kind of like, damn, why can't niggas just be cool and we just deal with a problem and y'all ain't cool, let's keep it moving, you feel me? So that yeah, was more so why it would make me mad, because it's like, damn, why why we had to, why I had to get pushed to this point? Why couldn't we just be all right when I was on two, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely feel you in that. I've been in a situation like that before, so I definitely understand where you're coming from. But... To get into the real meat and potatoes of the other um episode, you know, I had to lightly go into it. This is the one right here, right? Yeah. And I need you to be straight up transparent. Talk to me. Do you feel that other races should be allowed to use the N-word when they're reciting rap songs or just songs in general that has it in it? All right, I like this topic a lot. Is this this again? Okay, um, hmm. this is another one on slippery slopes, but we got but we got to talk about it though. Um, I will say, well, first and foremost, to give the discretion, I don't feel a lot of people will probably say it's black people we shouldn't necessarily use the word either, but I feel G A and E R is two different things. My opinion. And a lot of people's opinions are that. I think okay. ER, no, nobody should use. <laughs> but the GA has a different connotation to it, which is more like term of endearment, so forth and so on. So they're two totally different, you know what I mean? 
Now, if we're speaking on even other races, though, I think it really all depends, bro. Because I think if you have that Puerto Rican that grew up in, like, born and raised in that environment, I would say, speaking for me, I don't necessarily have a problem with minorities using it that really grew up in the environment and grew up in the in the environment and culture and really are embedded in it. Okay. If you're just the average person just walking around using it, I ain't really a fan of that. Just the same way as I'm not necessarily a fan of a white person using it. But only merely now the only time I think a white person can kind of sort of get a pass again is if you grew up in the environment and if you grew up in the culture and if you're but even at that point I feel like it should be respected to a degree to where it's like I'm only not saying it out of respect, but if you but if you still carrying it and talking your talk, I still don't have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would probably say as a white person growing up in the culture, I'm not gonna nail you to the cross if you say it, but I definitely would. I am. I will say I don't want to hear that shit often. Right. <laughs> I won't want to hear it all the time. But if you're saying it every now and then, and the, and the placement that you're using is kind of like, all right, cool, whatever. That shit just roll off. Niggas ain't even tripping. Like how I just did that, and, they, and it seemed normal. Then that's different. You feel me? But mm-hmm. if it's kind of when you say it, it still kind of stick out, like. You know, Django, then it's like, all right, bro, could you please just not use that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you feel me? But that's really my thing, man. I think it just all depends on who's around culturally and you growing up in it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're born in it, not sworn in it, that's a totally different, you know what I'm saying? That's how okay. I feel on it. I get it. I get it. So you, you, you cool with um people like, Six nine. And, Hell no. And, oh, oh, oh. Okay, wait. What about Fat Joe? Fat Joe's cool, but why not six nine? All right, Fat Joe is another example of what we what I was just talking about. Growing up in the element, growing up in the you know what I'm saying. He was born in it, not sworn in it. A nigga like six nine was sworn in it, not born in it. Because if you know anything about six nine's background, he don't really come from that. You feel what I'm saying? So uh-huh. that's why for me I have a problem with it because you were sworn in it, now born in it. You know what I'm saying? So when you say that, are you talking about the acts of being in the street or just where he was literally living? At? Um, I would say growing up, I would say a little bit of both. Growing up in it. Now the acts of street part is kind of like not really a big deal, but a lot of times if you're born in it and you really from from certain areas and you outside, sometimes street activity come with it. But I would more so say just growing up and being being in it. Being okay. in the environment, coming from those neighborhoods, really to where people can say, like, nah, like Joe, like, I think of like Joe being one of the only Puerto Ricans in the all black hood. I mean, come on, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I, I look at it from a different lens on that. 6 9 is like, you don't really, you don't come from that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's why I say born in it. He was sworn in it, now born in it. Like, you just had a bunch of cats gravitate around you. And you created a character. Now it's a difference if you was this dude the whole time and you grew up in the hood and whatever, whatever. That's a little different. But when you ain't really grow up like that and then you just created an environment to be like this as a grown man or in your late teens, it's like, come on, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We not about this no. <laughs> okay. Now 
I get you, but I gotta keep it funky. I don't get it. And I'm gonna tell I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna go ahead and just just get my whole take on it. And for some, this might be a square ass response or a square ass way of looking at it, but it just is what it is. At some point, we can um you know separate the 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 nigga with the N-I-G-G-A and you know the ER the ER. We can do all of that. We can say, you know, oh, well, Takashi didn't come from here, and you know, uh, Fat Joe did, and you know, I, I get it. Or oh, well, this use the term of endearment and X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. But at some point, after all of that is being said, this shit gotta make sense. What's up? I don't think that I can. It, it's just like I can't call my woman a bitch and get mad at you for calling my woman a bitch. Mm. Right? I can't no. I can't be a part of the, the LGBTQ and what are the letters? No offense, because I don't know the letters, but well the letters community and be a man and call other gay men faggot when I get mad or just, or just use it, just use the word loosely, but get mad when a straight man say it. I get what you I can't I can't I do you, that. I get where you're going with it. So, for me, it's like, and, and and this is truly how I feel about it. If you really, if if you really want, if we really want, as a collective, and just just black people, and just any other minorities, if we really want white people or other races, whoever, to respect us, for one, it comes with checking their ass, but for two, checking ourselves and checking each other. I don't think I got the right to make a rap song and have nigga all down the rap sheet. For sure. And you're my fan of another race and you come to the show and I tell you, you can say all the other words, but you can't say this. Especially in 2022 when the rap genre is the biggest genre in the world. Period. That is music. I get you. It's the biggest genre in the world. So there's no way in hell. If you truly think that there's not white people, Hispanic people, oh, come on, Latino yeah, people, yeah, come on yeah. you know, Chinese, whatever, Portuguese, whatever, Indians, if you think that they're not saying that word. Oh, for sure, bro. We're not going to be naive. <laughs> we ain't going to be naive, of course. We're not going to be naive. So for me, it's like, okay, yeah, the N-I-G-G-A ain't the same as the, the E-R. But that shit is all the same. If I'm going to make a song and I got the N-word in it, hey, bro, if you a fan and you want to recite the lyric, recite the lyric. I can't tell you not to say it because you ain't black. Because at the end of the day, if it, if that's the case, then I shouldn't say it. Well, yeah, My we, brother shouldn't say it. My mother yeah, shouldn't say sure. it. My father for shouldn't sure. say it. We shouldn't say it. Well, I think, bro, not because you are fam, I think that's the same equivalent. And I don't want to go down a whole other rabbit hole, but I feel like that's the same equivalent to Black Lives Matter. You feel me? Like, you speak on it. Running around, and it's like, again, not using this in no type of, you know what I'm saying, disrespect to the, you feel what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just at the end of the day, Expounding off of the point that you made when you went and when you said, you know, with everything you said, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing as walking around doing the Black Lives Matter and the protest, which is a good thing and which is a very, very powerful thing. And changes have been made because of it. But in the same vein, 
the drastic change hasn't happened because it's like, okay, y'all going around doing this or this a white person killing a black person, but it's like, as black people, y'all are walking around doing these marches, this, that, and the third, but them same cats doing these marches was probably going to be beefing tomorrow and kill each other. But it's like, when black people, it's kind of like when black people kill each other, it's kind of like Black Lives Matter doesn't use, it's kind of like in the sense, the same energy isn't necessarily made when it's a black on black crime. So that's why it's kind of, and I, mean, and I, and I ain't gonna lie, this is kind of a stance I feel on it too though, is the way I feel like if you're gonna stand on a movement that pretty much is a huge movement as in the violence in general, I feel like Black Lives Matter should have stood when any black person being killed, even if it's a black on black crime. Exactly. I feel like the same energy should have been made because that goes to show, like, nah, bro. And I feel like it should have even stood harder when it was a black on black crime. Exactly. Because it like, should have been on. ten times worse. Yeah, because it's like, hold on, you know what I'm saying? We're killing ourselves, and and how are we gonna fight the enemy when it's like we ain't even we all are killing each other in house? How can we fight the enemy and we killing off the soldiers? We exactly. off our own. So, like, so I feel that's the same equivalent I feel that you were saying when you got on the road up. You can't be in the LGBTQ community and use running around using the word faggot, but then get mad if I use it when it's like, bro, you shouldn't even be saying it of that culture. Exactly. So I get what you're saying. That's kind of what I feel about the Black Lives Matter situation. I think that could be an equivalent to use as an example, too. So I do get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? When you put right. it that way, of course. We shouldn't be getting upset in the same vein if it's like, well, niggas, stop using it then if you don't want to see the next person, which is a good fair point. Fair point. It is. (laughs) Fair point. But I think my rebuttal back to that will be, unfortunately, we live in a world where, unfortunately, double standards exist. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It ain't right, you know what I'm saying? But they exist. You know what I mean? Double standards exist. And I think that's where the double standard jadedness comes in at. You know what I mean? The same way that people can say, okay, boys and girls, jaded. It's jaded. It's, it's definitely a double standard. There's things a female can get away with that a dude can't get away with. There's things a boy can get away with a female can't. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate, man. It's just a double standard in the world. It's kind of like, okay, we can use it, but then we, you know what I mean? Double standard. You know what I mean? But I do agree, though. As far as the rap lyrics go, you kind of can't put that in the record and then tell somebody that's your fan of the opposite race he can't say that. At that point, it's kind of like, bro, you kind of opened up the door. Yeah. And when you open up the door like that, it's kind of like, all right, bro, you kind of got to eat that if they say it at the concert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got you kinda to. Gotta, you kind of got to eat that. You can't be upset, bro, because it's like, nigga, I'm just reciting something you put in the song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You put this in the record. You know what I mean? With the, exactly. As your supporter, I can't rap. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. And I want to say something about the the Black Lives Matter thing, and then we can go to something else. But and I and you will probably agree with me on this. Even even though the Black Lives Matter, the whole movement that was so powerful, what two years ago? It was twenty summer twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Okay, even though it was so powerful two years ago, and and I said this when it was happening, eighty percent of the people that was out there was just out there just to get out the house. Remember, we was on lockdown, right? Yeah. Remember, we had a curfew, right? Yeah. 
Eighty five percent of them people, dog. That's that's like that was like recess for for a, a, a preschool kindergarten. And it could be some truth to that, bro. I ain't gonna argue with you. Could be some truth to that, right? And then on top of you know, like you said, we don't we don't you know march and do anything with when you know we kill each other. Like I said, man, you can't get respect from the outside until you check the people on the outside for one. As I keep saying, so march and protest. But also, you gotta check and hold each other accountable too. Absolutely, I think that's what, and I think that's in anything, anything, any race. Just you know, just I think that's just common in any type of, you know, for even in sports or relationships. Or I think right. that's just common etiquette to have in wanting to, like, as a, like for example, you really think that Michael Jordan and the well, fuck it, Michael Jordan is. We're gonna just say the Bulls, nigga, because nigga, you want a team, nigga. No, there's no iron team. The Bulls, you couldn't have won six championships, dog, if it wasn't no form. If it wasn't forms of camaraderie in X, Y, Z in the organization and on the team, because Phil Jackson can't have the guys ready to win these championships and beating these niggas out here if we ain't right in house, right. Now, I'm going to give you an example of how not being right in-house proves the point. You got the 04 Lakers. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and I think niggas remember this team. You know, Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, and Gary Payton. Was a shoe-in to win the finals that year against the Detroit Pistons. It was a shoe-in, bro. Nigga, nobody thought the Detroit Pistons was going to beat them. But because of the in-house BS, because of Kobe's Colorado case, him and Shaq not getting along. You know what I'm saying? Because of the in-house of BS, that's how they lost to the to the um, Pistons. Because we were a much better team than the Pistons were. I mean, literally, bro, we ran through the playoffs. It was a guarantee we're going to win the final. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a guarantee was. going in. And it was like we couldn't. And that's what I'm saying. When you don't have the camaraderie in-house, like you said, checking a lot of things in-house, how can you go out here and beat and defend against the enemy and and beat the enemy when it's like you said? And how's the enemy gonna remotely respect you going in if it's like oh these niggas don't even get along, bro? So or not even really they're not even right as a team. So yeah, bro, I'm not. We ain't respect these niggas. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, right. we gonna do what we do, bro. Let's play. Let's hoop. You know what I mean? But if the opposite team knows that you coming in and they know like, okay, we're going against we going against the Bulls, baby. We already know what time it is. They're coming to get it. So you're gonna go in with a different form of respect because you know them dudes is ready. You know what I mean? So I think that's just with anything, bro. And yeah, you have to have accountability inside before you take anything outside to the world. You know what I'm saying? You have to. It's just what it is. <laughs> and you have to you have to have something about your movement or what or what your 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 um your stance it has to be something about it to where people can look and say, oh the motherfuckers ain't playing. Exactly. You got outside to, of violence respecting it whether they have to or not. You know what I'm saying? Respecting it even if you ain't you ain't got no choice but to. You know what I mean? Right. But listen though, outside of violence and tearing shit down as well. Oh no, I agree with you. No, no, I agree with you for sure. Cause that shouldn't be the equivalent to, re- you know what I mean, to respect. So you know, you should respect me without me having to get violent. Cause that lets you know, okay, he ain't to be played with without being violent. So imagine if this motherfucker get violent. Exactly. 
So I get it. Shouldn't have to come to that because I should already have my respect from you not even having to do that to go that route. Exactly. We got. Definitely. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I definitely get you on that. Yeah, man. It, it should be like that at all times. Now, we got two more topics. Now, this one is kind of. I'm interested, you know, to hear what you got to say about this one, right? Yeah. What do you feel is the biggest downfall with black men today amongst each other? Or just scratch that. Men today in general. Let, let's take the black out of it. What do you think is the biggest downfall for us as men today in the society we live in in 2022? I would say for the most part, bro, sticking together. Mm-hmm. Sticking sticking together, um, sticking together, building each other up, um, having better examples to see for the generation behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know things like that. You know what I mean? That's what I'll say. You know, respect the loyalty, picking each other up, in in the role models. I totally agree with you on that one. That was actually that was actually everything that I was gonna say. You know, yeah, like, you need that, bro. You need you it. need it. I think I think you know. And another one, one of the biggest downfalls for us as men today is that nobody wants to lend a helping hand. That's what, man. Listen, bro. Listen. Nobody wants to get the playbook. No, they got the playbook. Pull you to the side, sit you down, and go over the shit with you. Yeah, giving niggas the game. You know, just just, just giving game. It don't matter what it is, whether it's music, sports, whether it's moving up in a corporate world, you know, try to do this, try to do that, opening a business, entrepreneurship, learning LLC, you know, learning LLCs and learning cryptos and investments and all these other things and real estate. No matter what it is, it seems like nobody, none of us is really willing to, you know, Step to the plate and say, you know, bro, I help you not only get to where I'm at, but make sure that I can get you somewhere to where you can be farther ahead than where I'm at now. Because they ain't doing nothing but pushing not only the culture forward, but just us as men is pushing us forward. And, you know, I feel like that's a that's a big downfall that, you know, we're going through right now. Nobody really want to nobody really want to help you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you meet somebody on the street, right? You gotta um. You are you you plan on going to the gym? Let's say that you plan on going to the gym. You got a gym membership. You saying y'all, I want to get in shape now, right? Yeah. And you go into your gym membership. I mean, you go into your gym, and this is a more advanced gym, right? And you know you're a beginner. Now you could have went to Planet Fitness, and, and, and no disrespect to Planet Fitness, but everybody know Planet Fitness is a beginner's gym. You're going to see people 60 years old in there. It's going to be a bunch of, of, of women. It's kids in there now. Summertime, they got teenagers working out free. It's just a real beginner's gym. You can't slam the weight down hard. I think the max weight go to, like, I think, like, 300 or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, even, though yeah. I, even though I got a membership and plan to finish, you right, though, bro. Because it ain't it ain't, yeah. it ain't gold's gym. It ain't, it, exactly. Exactly. It ain't gold's gym at all. Right. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Not to cut you off, and that was part of the reason why I even had to put it because you know for a while, because even down here, bro, and back home, Gold's gyms wasn't even around. 
Yeah, you know, I think we reason. had one back home time. Um, I mean, now it's the they just built another goals though, not too far from on Farrington. I know you proceeded when you be doing your thing one two at work. You know, oh, that's yeah, relatively yeah. new. But that was why for me, for me, why I had a plan of fitness because you know it was like, damn, bro, that seemed like those are the only viable gyms around at one point. You feel me? But continue, right. bro. Because you're making a very good point where you're going, going down the road you're going. Right. And I and, and to be and to be real with you, shit, I thought that they did away with Gold's gyms and now they just doing the plan the um the fitness connection shit. Exactly. So I, yeah, that's how fucking extinct the motherfuckers was. But okay, to get back on my, my point or whatever. So you got a gym membership. You don't want to go to Planet Fitness because you know that's a beginner's gym. You don't want to be around a whole bunch of beginners. You need to be around somebody who you know somebody could could help you and critique you on what you're doing wrong. So you get so, a gym membership at let's say Crunch Fitness. I got a gym membership at Crunch Fitness. Why I say yeah, I, yeah, I heard of Crunch. <laughs> so you walk into Crunch Fitness and you see everybody who clearly you can clearly see the work that they putting in. They got the cutoff shirts, niggas as big as hell, swole, rip, cut. You're like, okay, cool. I know for a fact that I can go in here and I can go in, go in the back, change, and just politely walk into somebody who's more advanced than me and say, hey, do you mind if I join you on your workout? Right? That's your mindset going in. That's what you're going to do. Now, just imagine you go in there and that's your plan and don't nobody want to live it. Well, no, don't nobody want to give you or lend a helping hand. They clearly see you not as advanced as them. You don't really know what you're doing. It shows in the movement. It's showing the exercise. It shows in what you're doing horribly wrong. Your form is wrong. But nobody wants to give you a lending hand. And you can yeah. clearly see that they're capable. Yeah. Oh, like you know, you know that my shit ain't right, but you're not, yeah, but you're not gonna right. come to me and tell me I'm wrong and try to help me. It's just you looking at me like, oh, this nigga don't know what he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I use that as an example. Like I said, that's the biggest downfall. For us, just as men in general, black, white, whatever, nobody wants to step to the plate and say, yo, hey, your form is wrong. Try to do it like this. Hey, you know what, bro? You know, I see you over here trying to do your thing. You know, uh, is you new? Is you just started working out? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got much. you. Let come over you here. My wing. Yeah, yeah come over here. Come work with me. You know, I'm gonna exchange numbers with you. You know, or if we in here, we have we just we ever just have to be at the same time. You can work on me. Nah, I got you. I'm with the exchange numbers thing because my thing is, if you're gonna be my OG and you're gonna take me under the wing, nah, bro. Like exactly, you're do all that. Yeah, Let's exactly. Be- Either or. So it's like, you know that that's really just man. Like I said, that's the biggest downfall for us, and I see it every day. Nah, that's a fact, bro. You definitely see a lot more of the snake. I, know I see, saying, bro. It's yeah, crazy. I see it every day. But you know, but you want to know who, who who do do it though? Who? Women. Facts. It's That's a, why they bosses quiet right now. Quiet is kept though. Quiet is kept. Quiet though. is kept. That's why they winning laps around us, as they should. Quiet is kept. Even as they you, should. You know, you got some kind of catty shit that be going on, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah, they, they, the they, they do. got a lot of cat. <laughs> do got a lot of catty shit going on. <laughs> But hey, they gonna come together. They gonna network, and they gonna get that shit done. Oh, for sure. Because I think women are quicker to sometimes realize we're stronger together than apart. To where us as dudes, with our dumbasses, ego. All, I, man. Think, I think it's ego and always, and it's always that one dude that want to be the leader and to be respected and to be. And it's like, bro, cut that alpha shit out, bro. It's not. This ain't the type of. This ain't the time or place for that, bro. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? 
We don't cut that alpha shit down right now because this is about us coming together. We can't come together if one nigga feel like he got to be the alpha of it all because you got to realize, bro, just because our shit is toned down don't mean we ain't alphas neither, nigga. So don't try to, you know. Exactly. Try to alpha up on niggas. Now it's going to be like, oh, fuck this nigga think he is, bro. And then it's going to go, and that's where always, you know, because don't no grown man want to feel like, you know, he getting talked down to a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, bro, exactly. we're all grown men here, bro. Let's let's deal with each other with, with, as gentlemen of of men, gentlemen of respect, and let's just do what we gotta do. Now, great. But even but even though that, not to cut you off, even let's say you don't want to be second to nobody or a leader or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like this, and I'm gonna let you continue. It's always gonna be harder for the long wolf to find food. Versus a pride of lions, for sure. Right, because we got more than one way to hunt. We got more than one way to get food. If I can't do it, this one can. And yeah. If this one can't do it, that one can. If that one can't do it, this one can. We got more options to get the job done versus you trying to do it on your own. That nigga, you gonna always starve eventually. I don't care what today look like. Eventually, you gonna starve if you by yourself trying to get shit done, trying to be successful. It'll never work. And even now, now to go to keep going down the roads you're going down. Even if you're successful at lone wolfing it, after a while, the pressure and the stress that comes with having to do all of that on your own, even if you're successful at it, it's still gonna hit hit you or hurt you another way. Cause it's gonna get stressful. It's gonna get tiring. Cause one mm-hmm. man is again. You gotta realize you're you're alone. You're one person doing all this. Mm-hmm. One man can't. One lone. Like you said a lone wolf can't beat a pack of wolves. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no matter how, you might be good enough to take out a few, few wolves because you're just that bona fide, but you ain't going to be able to take out the whole pack. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, Duh. you chose to prove, even if you're good enough to get your food and live the way you live in as the lone wolf, it's other areas in that that's going to be hard and that's going to take its toll on you, even if it's that, not from your hunting. That reminds me of a story and and, and I hope I hope I'm saying I'm quoting this right, but I know I'm gonna get half of it right. I don't know about the rest. But it was a situation, um, I think in the eighties or early nineties to where Mike Tyson was in um Chicago, right? And I yeah. think he was at some type of um popular bar or whatever. And um I think he had said a few words about Michael Jordan. And one of the guys that was there said that, you know, what Mike said, we didn't really, we heard it and we didn't like it. And they said the whole bar was about to really mount up and get and get on Mike Tyson's ass. They were like, man, we don't care how many niggas you knocked out. You can't beat this whole bar up. Oh, fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so, 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 you know, that, that kind of gave me that little flashback of that story it, when you said a long like, wolf. You can yeah. lay down a few niggas, but it's like, you ain't beating this whole bar up, bro. Yeah, you ain't beating <laughs> There's a lot of niggas in him, and you ain't beating the whole bar. It's about thirty people in here. I don't know, but yeah, man, that's that, that's real shit, though, man. You know, a long wolf can never beat a pack, so never. I think that's you know what what it that that's what it really got to come to, man. We gotta just really rally up and say, you know what, the shit just ain't really about me. It ain't. It's about it's about the ones around us, man. And once we get that in our head, I feel like you know. We'll be on the right path, but that gotta come first. No doubt, I agree with you, dog. I can't. I ain't got nothing. That, that's what it is. All right, so we gonna get into the last topic, man, and we gonna end it off like that, right? 
Talk and this me. is kind of this is kind of you know drifting back to the relationship shit, or even just relationships in general. It could be with your homeboy, your your girlfriend. Your boyfriend for the girls, you know, um, your parents, your boss. Are you willing to conform to what somebody else wants you to be, to how somebody else wants you to act, to how somebody else wants you to say things and do things, to have a peaceful and I guess happy relationship with that individual. No, I, I can tell you right now what my stance is going to be on that, bro. Because I've I've been that dude before, and I think, bro. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. But not to cut you off before you get too deeply into it. Keep in mind your parents, your <laughs> your boss. Outside relationship too, but just oh yeah, we can go down a whole we can go down a whole rabbit hole. But I'll start with the relationships first. I've been that dude before in a relationship. And it's like it'll get to the point to where you'll start to lose yourself in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Because you're doing because you're doing more of what the other person may want or just, you know, kinda like the get along to get along gang shit instead Mm -hmm. of you being completely yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think in the relationship, people should be allowed to be themselves, and y'all should come together as a unit to make this thing be a united front. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It should be a situation where I have to make you, I have to make the situation comfortable for you, for you to oblige. That's bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's making it seem like I'm living in the relationship for you, when in a relationship we should be living for each other. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it should just be a situation where that's where again compromise come in, conversation, communication, um, respecting one another's views and values and opinions and and, and and really truly loving and respecting one another. You know what I mean? So I think nah, you can't live like that in a in a relationship as far as man and women or woman and woman or man and man, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. we're talking about my parents. Um I think in the beginning adolescent stages, of course. You know, you have no choice. You have no dog in the fight. Your parents are taking care of you. So it's kind of like, yeah, their word, you know, their way or, you know, nigga, their way. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. You can't fight that. But I think as you're getting, as you get older, I think it has to be a point to where parents have to also realize, bro, and I would say we're going into the, the, the different generations of parenting mm-hmm. as your child gets older, your parenting needs to each parenting style and just overall parents, it needs to evolve with your children as they evolve with age and growing. Exactly. So what I mean by that is you can't treat, you know what I'm saying, a growing 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 year old, once you get into that phase, can't still treat them like they seven, eight, nine. No. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you know what I'm saying? You have to evolve your parenting. Now you have to switch your parenting into, okay, now I'm dealing with a growing teenager. And then once they get into the 17, 18s of the world, 19s, now you have to get to the point to where, okay, I'm dealing, I'm starting to deal with the young adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once they get into the, 2021s okay on and beyond you know what i'm saying you have to kind of you know even refine and evolve your parenting so i think a lot of that is yes you have to kind of live that way when you're going through the beginning phases of life and growing 
But once you kind of are maneuvering through adolescence, you know, I think at that point your parents have to still kind of have those values, but still have to take you more into consideration as far as feelings and your opinions and your thoughts and your wants. And you know what I mean? So it has to kind of be, I would say at that point, a 50 50 joint venture or a 60 40. Exactly. You know it has to be, you know, to give and take on both sides if you want to have the healthy, you know what I'm saying? Um, now, if we're going to talk about job, I think with a job, I think. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I want to say something right quick. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. I think. I think the weirdest shit for me, man, and maybe it's because I don't have no kids. I always found it weird that parents always look at their kids through the lens of them being a kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't care how old you get. You still my baby. Shit, my, my mama used to say that. You know, you still my baby. Nah, even my grandma. Not and it's like, it's like yeah. yeah, and it's like I get it, but nah, I, I ain't your baby no more. You know what I'm saying? Like grown grown men, grown women, siblings, you know, it, and it, it's kind of like it don't matter how old you get, man. That's one thing parents gonna always do. And I understand it, but at the same time, it was just always so cringy for me. I don't know if it's like that for you or anybody else. I, I but... think it's still I think it's still a <sighs> A respectfully drawn line with that, I think it should be. Because mm-hmm. again, as a parent, I ain't gonna change how you feel, right? Because that's how you yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. But respectfully, <laughs> right? Respectfully, <laughs> that ain't you know. Yeah, uh... just acknowledge that respectfully. I'm still grown, so it's kind of like there's a boundary that goes within that still too. Yeah, and a lot of times, well, sometimes, man. Sometimes in certain situations, when you're not getting that, just like you said, you know, you got to grow as a parent. You know, your parents has to grow as, you know, the kid grows into teenage, you know, years into adulthood. A lot of times when you're not getting that, bro, sometimes you got to separate from family just to get family to act like family again. Unfortunately, bro. That's how it is. And I think I heard... It was somebody on a pivot who said that shit. And it was like, yo, that shit is dead on. Because, you know, not to get you deep in my personal situation, but that's what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in some situations, man, you know, you got to separate from family members, whether it's be your brothers, your cousins, or whatever, you know, to really get the respect you feel like you deserve. And a lot of times, you can't talk to people. You know what I'm saying? You can't, it, it ain't no conversation, you know, you can have with, you know, your brother or your sister. Sometimes you got to separate. Even relationships, you know, sometimes shit, y'all might got to spend some days not talking. You know, y'all yeah. might got to break up and go do your separate things, you know, just to finally get a clear picture of, man, you know what? I should have respected my boyfriend more in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? I should have respected my girlfriend more. Sometimes, man, distance is the last bro, option. I agree with it you, might bro. be the best option. I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up, bro, because I hate people that think when it comes to the family aspect of it, because you're so helping on thinking family is everything, you allow your family, and sometimes knowingly your family will do this too, you know, kind of dismiss you, 
and kind of disrespect you in certain forms of facets, mm-hmm. and you have to die on a lot of swords just to oh well, that's my family, and it's kind of like nah, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, what's wrong with sometimes falling out? People feel like I'm not falling out with my it's like bro. Crazy as fuck. I fall out with anybody. You feel me? I'm gonna fall out with <laughs> anybody. Especially when it comes down to me standing on my morals and my principles when it comes to certain things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's like, yo, you could be my family, bro, but if I'm the type of person you're living or treating me in a way as such, to where it's like, bro, that's not right and that's disrespectful. You just missing my thoughts and my opinions as a man. It's like, exactly. bro, I'm not about to necessarily sit and take that because you're my brother. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't have to take that, bro. I'm a grown ass man. You feel me? Like, I don't have to you know what i mean that's the whole difference you don't have to so why are you allowing yourself to have to take something or be subjected to something you don't fucking have to <laughs> you know what I'm and, and you know what's funny though i don't think a lot of people oh man it, it shit can get so deep man because and i also think religion also plays a big part in that too for a lot of people especially black people because, you know, it also says in the Bible, they got, you know, a scripture, you know, something like, you know, honor your mother and father and your days should be long upon the earth, right? But there's a placebo. There's and, also uh-huh. another scripture where they speak on it from the child's perspective, too. Mm-hmm. I can't remember it offhand. You know don't, don't antagonize your, your children, right? So it's like, so that, mm-hmm. but see now, because that's another thing I think parents also love to bring up that scripture and that quoted scripture, but they don't bring up the other one. <laughs> they don't. I'm telling there's you, because there's one that's like, now hold on, no. What about the one that's with 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 us as children? You can't bring up one and be trying to make a point without bringing up the other. If you're gonna talk about it, talk about it. Yeah, you know if you're what gonna talk about it, talk about it. Yeah, man. don't don't bring it up just for just because that more so caters to your narrative. Bring the whole damn thing up. You know what I'm saying? Don't do exactly. That. It's the same with me, man. I got. I got um I got two brothers and, and and two sisters right, and I'm the second oldest. But when it comes to my my younger siblings, I always try to be the one to really kind of guide them and give them gems and kind of like you know, hold them accountable, and do things in that way. Now, I'm gonna use my 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 second um youngest brother right. He just graduated last month from high school I remember when he was younger the conversation that I used to have with him was more so like nah like like kind of like a, a, a dictatorship situation like nah nigga you gonna do this yeah. you know nah you can do that like nah you not doing that or, nah you can't this ain't you know it was like that <clears throat> over the past few years and especially now that he's 18 and he's officially you know out of high school and now he's about to disperse and kind of do his own thing create his own life now the conversations are different now it's not like oh you can't do this it's more so hey bro do that make mistakes you know you 18 this is your time to make mistakes and fail and you know be good because you got a long grace period you know what I'm saying but I would suggest you might try this first. Or, you know, A, you can make your own decision. Me personally, I don't know, but still do it as you want to do. Now it's conversations like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I totally agree with you, man. Even outside of parenting, this relationships in general, man, as as the people grow, you got to grow. You know? 
Well, that's just what it is. Evolve. They have to evolve, bro. They and have I to. I think that's the key. And I feel even when we even when we go into the job. Yeah, go ahead. Right? In the beginning phases of you working with your boss and your and things like that, co-workers, whatever the case may be, in the beginning, of course, it, it's kind of like parents and you have to kind of fall in line with whatever your boss says or whatever the case may be, right? Because, you know, you're you're learning, you know, you have to go in here and, again, you're, you're, you're digesting the game given to you. So you have no dog in the fight, no leverage at that point of, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, if you've been on the job for over three, four, or five years, et cetera, the relationship with your boss and coworkers, et cetera, is going to evolve to the point to where now my opinion holds more merit. Right. Now I can be more comfortable to go to my boss and come up with ideas and, and or being able to point out something my boss might have thought was okay and cool. And it's like, hold on, you, you missed this, this, and this. How about we do it this way? Mm-hmm. And coming to them and showing the better way and hopefully like I said, hopefully it should be considered because you've already been of you know what i'm saying so i think again i think that's really the bet everything goes about is the evolving of relationships once relationships evolve it should it's supposed to evolve and get better mm-hmm. or, or or at least a common ground of some you know what i'm saying right at least a common ground there to where it's like okay cool you know what i'm saying common ground of understanding you know what I'm saying? And and I think for me, I can get along and I can get right with that. You know what I'm saying? It's where you trying to, you know, stifle me in that sense. I've been working here for five years, but you still treating it like this year one, mm-hmm. year two. It's like that's, you know, you stunting my, you stifling me, you stunting my growth. Right. Because now I feel like I can't grow because you're not even giving me the proper respect as an employee to feel that I can. Exactly. There is no open door policy. You know what I'm saying? There is no. So how can I feel? You know what I mean? And that's where I think people really be messing up at, bro. Period, bro. People mess up a lot with that. And I think it just comes down to, fam. It just do. It just comes down to, at the end of the day, bro. At the end of the damn day. Evolution is key. Exactly. Evolution is key. Point blank period, fam. Shit, we getting like that then. <laughs> bro, it's just, it just no other way around it, dog. You gotta evolve. Just like us with the pod, bro. We're about to evolve into bigger and bigger and better things. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's just evolution, bro. You can't, you know, have this. We It can't be two, three, four, five years in, and this and the podcast is still in the same space it was year one, year two. It's like, bro, because at that point, it's like, what are you what are you guys doing it for? What have you been doing it for? There's no evolution here. Y'all niggas is in the same spot. Like, come on, bro. Find exactly. ways evolution, bro. It's just what it is. Exactly, man. <laughs> Shit, we can end it like that. We can even title the the guy the episode that evolution is key. Goddamn it, that's it, bro. It's just what it is, bro. It is what it is, man. Your host Vaughn, Brian, yeah, me, yes, sir. We out of here, man. Y'all stay blessed. Already, man.